0: a beautiful man no doubt has emerged on the scene what's going on bam bam baklavizi they
1: call me dr baklava now
0: aka dr baklava aka um in beautiful luxurious shape physically I'm behind, I'm behind, I'm behind. aka only for dolphins Special out man. right now
1: Yes, sir. Let's go. Finally, holy shit!
0: You got it. You got it. Like al- birthing
1: you- child.
0: <laughs> is it? It must be nice, though. You, you, the vibe of the album has a relaxation. It's, it's like you. It's like music for you now is just this fun, easy. Let me just drop something for the
1: people vibe. That's really what I do. That's all. That, I mean, I feel like that's what music should be. You know, everything I do is chill and and I have fun while I'm doing it. And I guess you could tell, you know, I feel like you got to have fun when you're doing something you love. Like it it shouldn't be like a task. And sometimes music could become a task and it could become very corporate and shit like that. So I've gotten away from all that. I just focus on the music. I am ridiculously um, focused on the crazy little details of everything. So, so, I'm I'm always going to be sick in that regard but the music you just fucking lock in and and go. That must be a th- thing. Th-
0: that must be such a relief to you though because I remember around the time of your um of your like major label album um it di- it it got to a point where I could tell it didn't seem that fun. You seemed stressed by like having to make it having to be like a kind of regular professional did not seem like the life that you were trying to carve out for yourself
1: well i mean i was kind of just you know i just come from a world where i was just in a normal in a normal uh industry well not normal but you know in an industry where it was a service industry i wasn't in the spotlight and thrust into something but I just felt, you know, at that time, I just was like going on whatever, on fumes, I guess. Who the fuck knows? I don't even remember those times, to be honest. I remember certain things. They were good times, they were bad times, like always. But they were all learning experiences, you know? I've gathered lots of knowledges knowledges from those times. (laughs) Are Mm -hmm. you- uh... Many different pieces of knowledges. Yeah,
0: no, you've always had knowledges from all over the place. That's one of the things about you. You know,
1: um, have you? Yeah, but um,
0: have you? Have you sort of, in any ways, relished um, getting to sit still a little bit? I mean, over the last ten years, you've traveled so much, and I know you love it. You've shot TV shows, you've done concerts, but yeah, you have. Is, are you enjoying the being still?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not still, but I am definitely only in the area. I'm in the area pretty much. So you're going to see me in the area. I'm going to get gas in the area right now because I'm running on empty. (laughs) When you say the
0: area, do you mean
1: the boroughs? Yeah, I'm in the boroughs. That's where I'm at. I'm here. I've only been here my entire life. I don't know nothing else. I'm not saying that I can't learn, but this is what I know. This is what I love. And everyone's running away, leaving. This is the best place to be.
0: Well, it's it almost seems like um, everyone who's from the boroughs and pops off seems to either go to L.A. or at least go to Jersey, like and go get a house in Jersey. Why have you always kept it so so borough fabulous?
1: Uh, I don't really know Jersey like that. I only know the gym. I know how to get to the gym, and that's it. Wait, your gym's in Jersey. I don't really know how to get anywhere else, and you know exactly where I'm going. I'm making lefts, I'm making rights, I'm doing all kinds of things. I know what I'm doing over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable with my surroundings. I know my jungle, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I do. But it's I funny. know my selva. It's funny. I'm, because... I'm like
1: you know, I'm, I'm like a jaguar in the area. <laughs> I'm just patrolling the area constantly.
0: Yeah, like hip-hop Mike is always like he's one of the most solid New York drivers I've ever known. And then we get on the turnpike, and I'll be like, yo, we're going to exit 11, Garden State, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, this Brooklyn guy is lost on the turnpike, confused, out of his element. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, just looking at Waze or looking at Google Maps, it's a, fucking, it's a hassle driving, to be honest with you. I don't like being distracted. I like knowing where I'm going. I like old school things written on a piece of paper and then someone reading it to me <laughs> while I'm driving. You know, I like dictation. I like, I like when it's dictated to me. Yo, go here, and then you got to go there. Simple. It's a simple thing. What are, what
0: are you driving these days?
1: I'm good with straight A and B simple tasks.
0: <laughs> uh, wait, what kind of automobile are you driving these days?
1: Oh, I'm, in, I'm in the Jeep Grand Cherokee all day long mm. Mm. Dad, dad We've wheels. had a Jeep Grand Cherokee in my family Yeah we've had Jeep Grand Cherokees in my family since 96 So I've, I've, kept, it a, I've kept it I've kept it in the family I've had a Jeep for almost every year what kind I'm about of a- to cop a Cherokee Sport from 94 right now I'm going to put that shit on like racing wheels I'm going to put a Corvette engine in it I'm doing all kinds of stupid shit I'm just gathering all these. I'm gathering ideas for all the things I want to do, and I'm just going to just do it. Vehicle-wise, I'm going to make a hovercraft. I'm going to do all kinds of stupid shit.
0: Important question, because I know you, all, like me, you like to collect, but you do live in the in the boroughs. Where, where do you put your stuff? Are you putting stuff in storage, or are you keeping all your stuff in no. your house?
1: No, I have things here. I have things there. What's going on, my brother? Please let me get up. Premium, fold it up, please, Cash. You're the man.
0: Um, I always, t- I always. Yeah, do- no, I'm just,
1: I'm keeping things. I, I keep always it all here, over, there, over there, wherever that. Yeah, it's pre, it's got to be premium. You throw the premium in the car and it performs different. You know what I mean? It performs different than the regular and then the whatever.
0: I um, need high
1: octane. This has a turbo in it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Um, hey, so. Uh, by the way, I was so, it was so fun when I saw The Irishman. Like, when I was watching the movie, I, I, I forgot. Like, I knew you were in The Irishman, but the movie's so, shocking. But it's still shocking. The way he
1: cut it, yeah, no, the way he cut it was shocking. I knew it, because when I, when I watched it, I was oh, shit, that's me. It, it was shocking because it doesn't start with a visual of me, just my voice, and then you start to see me. The way he brought me in was just like, it was picturesque.
0: How did, you, how did you and your family take in the experience? Like, how many different viewings did you have of it? Did you take anyone to the premiere? Like, take me through your Scorsese debut. The premiere was
1: just me and my wife, pregnant as can be. Mm. Lincoln Center. Yes. I'm on stage with Sebastian Manasalco, Joe Pesci, everybody you could imagine. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, De Niro... Ray fucking, uh, what's the guy from everyone loves Raymond Romano Ray Romano. And just to put the, the icing on the cake, Harvey Keitel, Oh my Lord, my, I just didn't know what to do with myself. And, and Marty, Martin, you know, Ma, excuse me, Marty brings me out, <laughs> brings me out on stage. He introduces me first. You know, felt like I was on stage at a rap fucking concert at Peter Palooza that night. Remember that? <laughs> I do, I do. ECW shit. <laughs>
0: like,
1: was this was this your ultimate, so
0: far in your career, was it, like, the most geek-out experience you've had?
1: I've had some pretty crazy ones, but that one is pretty, you know, that's next level. That's That's unthinkable shit. Like, rappers for years literally have been rapping about his movies and I'm in one. You know what I mean? Like I've transcended the, the actual, like, you know, when there's certain things in hip hop, like good, like certain movies that fucking get referenced all the times. Like I'm in one. <laughs> I know. Now. Like, you know, I'm in like the dude who did all those, like I'm in yep. the movie with him and face to face with De Niro. It was pretty surreal. It's a beautiful thing. I just, you know, I, with that, I want more And then, you know, we did The King of Staten Island With, um, with Pete Davidson, Judd Apatow And Buscemi's in that movie And, you know, Marissa Tomei's in that movie It's pretty fucking next level So I'm in two really high-level films I would really like to continue this How much?
0: 58 58 This is a big moment see, here See,
1: that's a good tank right there
0: That's that, a I, good I, tank Let's see, are you going yeah. cash? Do you just go cash yeah, for cash. gas? Absolutely wow.
1: Wow. Give me back 40. You don't see cash take for that? gas Thank every you. day. This is, this is Much interesting. Love. This is my guy, too. You know, I come, to, I come to the gas station a lot. And, you know, a lot of people don't tip these dudes. You know, I'm like Steve Martin in fucking My Blue Heaven. I tip everybody. I'm an over-tipper. <laughs> Did you As ever you see me putting my safety belt on? Everybody, please wear your safe belt. Also, you won't get pulled over.
0: By the way, did you ever have a line like you being like just wrapped a movie with Scorsese is such a Bronson line, but it actually was real
1: life. Yeah, not exactly. You know, like I put it in the, in the Irishman freestyle on White Bronco, and it's that was real, you know, like and then. On the new album, on the formula for DMT, I rap it again. But I give you a different perspective. I give you a little after-party effect. How it was at the Tavern on the Green, and it was next level, you know? Now, was, that,
0: was that actually true? Was the after-party... Oh, that's,
1: at- Absolutely.
0: That was all real. 3
1: p.m. Yeah. Mm. Red carpet shit, man. Um...
0: But now you also had a bar I, I hugged
1: know. Al Pacino <laughs> Yeah He, was, he might was have been drunk He might How have been drunk already I don't know, it was amazing We looked at each other and we just felt like we needed to hug each other <laughs> And then when I saw Pesci on the way out I just didn't know what to do with myself Because his handler came over to me Talking about, fuck, that's delicious I was like, what are you talking about? Who Who's over there? Joe Pesci? I fucking slipped out. I I was act I was acting like a little bitch, <laughs> straight up. I just shook his hand. I was like, "Yo, I gotta go, man. Cause I don't know how to act. Sorry. And that was oh. my interaction with Peshi, the super. Come on, man. The su- <laughs> Handle myself around the super.
0: <laughs> that was what did it for you. Was seeing the super in person.
1: <laughs> it was uh, my whole life came to a. And a lot of these moments, my entire life is just—it all makes sense, you know. Like when I meet certain people or I do certain things, and I manifest certain things into my life, it's all supposed to happen.
0: The only thing that could have been crazier is if, uh, is if Mama from Throw Mama from the Train showed up.
1: Oh man, she's dead, or else she would have been at the show already.
0: Yeah, she's dead as can be, unfortunately. She's but still. Gone um you also had a line on the album uh you often you often will say a like you include regularly like artists that you're listening to you'll say listening to so and so is is sort of a bronsonism but you had a good one you had a good one that i i appreciated which was listening to heavy d heavy d doesn't get enough he really doesn't
1: i mean the overweight lovers in the house and to be honest heavy d put on for all the overweight men and Heavy D was an early, 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 early ambassador for this music, and he founded so many different groups and was behind so many different things. And in fucking Who's the Man, which makes it like makes him fucking bigger than Scorsese to me. His his Who's his the Man is like my fucking Goodfellas, you know.
0: He, and he and he did a bunch of acting. Like he became a legit actor for a while too.
1: I mean, he's, he, and he did reggae. <laughs> and he did reggae. He you know, really and he pimped. did reggae. So when he did the reggae, it was just like, all right, this guy's it. He did what it. was
0: your, what was your video consumption method as a child? Was it video music box? Was it the box? Was it video vibrations? All of it.
1: All of it. Video music box till this day shouts to fucking Uncle Ralph, man. Yep. You kidding me? Facts. Like, bro. I've been trying to get a video music box hoodie from him for fucking, like, three years already. Honestly, Uncle Ralph, he's still doing it. He but really is. Yeah, the, the consumption of videos are like we used to tape the videos and then watch them over and over and over. And MTV would be running shit all day long, so you'd get all the alternative music. You'd get everything, you know? So you'd, know, you'd literally know everything. And you could see Stone who had the temple time. pilots, Alice in Chains,
0: and you no. Know? And you could see who had the good payola going on the box because the video oh, would man, run on the bro. box all day. All day
1: long, man, all day long. Sword <laughs> of shotgun, hand on the pump. That song, I specifically remember. Doop, do 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 I swear, man, mugs. Whatever they did, they fucking, they hit, they hit some tone. We would press the button for that song nonstop all day long, all day long, vote for that on the box. We'd um, hear it like 40 times in a row. You know also, what else? Also, what? Warriors drum. King Just. Come on, man. No. That was huge on the box. Also, I love that video.
0: <laughs> that was a great record. I like record. that song. Yeah. Um. Nine. So what? What you want? Nine? Yeah.
1: I'm you know, to think I think some other mother. I didn't know funny for a, a long time.
0: Hard, I didn't know for a long time that nine. Was Nine Double M Funk Master Flex and and DJ Nine Double M? I didn't. That's I right. Did, I did not that know that was a th- Funk
1: Master Flex production right there. Yeah,
0: that was all part of Funk Flex's thing, and I did not know that at the time.
1: Funk fliggity, man. Um, what uh,
0: what what things are you consuming right now besides copious amounts of
1: UFC? Hmm, lots of UFC. Just whatever type of fighting I could watch. Um.
0: Can we be honest, Bronson? Don't you don't you feel that the um that performance center in Vegas looks like shit?
1: To be honest, man, you know what? I I kind of dig it. I feel like it I looks like a bar mitzvah is about to look. start. I like that. I like that. I want a bar mitzvah to actually happen during a fight, then we would fucking really set it off correctly. <laughs> Like we need to talk to Dana about that, but for real, like I like the dingy look. I like the dark. It's fucking. It's, it's fucking fighting. You know what I mean? Like it should be done in some sort of sand pit with fire around it.
0: (laughs) That's fair. You feel me? Yeah, I mean,
1: no, we we always like we always make fighting so glamorous. And I kind of, yeah, I I dig that. Honestly, I'm I just enjoy watching the fighting and hearing it. I just wish that they would, you know. Put you know, let us hear the the corners more. They go to the commercial on on uh, ESPN Plus. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the fuck, man. They go the same commercial nonstop. Some fucking uh, some fucking diabetic medicine or some bullshit. Some fucking COVID medicine. Yeah, let's take Come advantage. On, it, it's
0: it's it is it's it would be the time for us to hear the corner. That's the perfect thing for us to hear.
1: That's the perfect. Yeah, you went. I want to hear them whispering. I want to see everything. I just want to see it.
0: Um, what do you think? I have to admit, like, for me, I find... And by the been, way,
1: I met Israel. Adesanya. To, yeah, I met Izzy Adesanya that day coming to your show to do a Oh, late that's night right. Up at Complex, I met him that day. And from then on, I've loved him and we've been friends and I met him in New Zealand again, you know? Like, straight up from that day at Complex.
0: And as we're recording tonight, he has a huge fight.
1: Massive tonight. Him and Costa, you already know. Now, um, I why, always why, pick our guy.
0: why does Conor McGregor, why, why does he want to fight Manny Pacquiao? Like, why is that? I know it's a cash grab. But, he wants but, to beat him. He just wants to get a win in boxing, you think? Like yeah, a, he,
1: I think he wants to get a win in boxing. And he thinks, I, I would imagine he thinks that Pacquiao is past his prime, which he probably is. And But guess what? I don't know, but he might pull something out of his ass, man. Pacquiao's not, a, he's not just an I, easy I runaround, think, you know? He's training hard.
0: I think Manny will whoop his ass. I watched Manny the last couple times. He, he looked he looked like he was kind of back and, and boxing's just so different. It's so vastly different. Like there's it's just a different thing. It
1: really is. Manny's hands are like machine guns, honestly. His hands are just way fast. is a little bit heavier handed, you know, like he swings a little harder. Swings from further a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, man, he's just like, pop, 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 pop. Yeah, I he's don't just see Connor catching training him. nonstop, doing that fast twitch. I mean, if he catches him, he's going out, though. If Conor hits him, it's going night-night. He has that type of power.
0: Yeah, that but, may that, that may be true.
1: But look at all these fights we're talking about. That, Tyson, Roy Jones. You know, it's like, it's all fucking crazy right now.
0: Are you interested in... Are, well, let me yes. put it this way. You're watching Mike no matter when he fights.
1: 100%, I fucking watch him when he's 100 <laughs> I don't give Me a too. shit. That's the, that's the man forever. That's my guy. Me too. Me too. I'll watch him anytime.
0: I don't care. And by the way, it's all fun and games, but if Mike looks great, you know they're going to try to get him a title shot. You know if he I'm, looks great, he's
1: fighting for real. I mean, to be honest with you, I would love – uh, if he grabbed a belt at 53, 54 years old. <laughs> How fire would that against, be? Against – like he – Against like who? Against uh Tyson Fury? Fury? Holy shit. He'd knock Fury out, hundred percent, right now. You think he could still? Standing on Lavonia and Bristol on the corner, straight up in Brooklyn, he'll knock him out on the corner.
0: But what about in a ring though? In a boxing ring, I don't and you know Mike's my guy. That's my guy. He won't and I he don't know.
1: Him, if Tyson if if Fury plays with him and shows him his chin, I could see him going tonight. I can see him going a dormir.
0: <laughs> How is your Spanish these days?
1: Yeah, I mean it's as good as it ever has been. The, better? It's not, it's different. I'm more I'm more adventurous with it. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> you know, I just get silly. I start going crazy and make my own shit up like my own slang words.
0: <laughs> is there Spanish spoken in your household?
1: Oh my god. Main language. It's really. Yes. And are you main how, language? Are you as
0: good? Like, can you keep up with the family in Spanish?
1: Uh, sometimes I tune it out, but most of the time when I'm listening, yes, yes. And I have little anecdotes that I use, you know, to chime in. I'm a try ch- <laughs> chime into conversations. I'm not like a full holder. I chime in. I'm, you know, I'm the color commentator. <laughs>
0: Right, right. You're the third position. You're not. You're not Cosell. Yeah, third chair. Yeah, yeah. You're OJ on the sideline.
1: I'm Moose Johnston.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. You're not Joe Buck. No, definitely Um, not. Did you growing up like in New York in the late '80s and '90s, you being around? people of color constantly, you being the white guy, were you able to regularly, like, see the bullshit? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you receive different treatment? Or because you were moving with everybody, did you were you guys all kind of dealing with the same bullshit? Or would you see circumstances like, yo, that's crazy. I could have done that same thing. And no one would have said anything to me.
1: You know, I, we didn't really think of it like that until... I don't know, until we got a little bit older. Like, everything, it was it was all the same for us back then. We didn't realize things were differently, you know? Because we were all just, you know, growing and learning. But then once you, you know, figure it out, of course there's been times where I've been, um, you know, probably handled differently. You know what I'm saying? And there's been times that I've been, you know, given harsher, you know, even more than everybody else. So I've been in all kinds of different situations that vary. And I don't think that when you average them out, I don't think that anything weighs more. I think that it's all pretty. It's just, I think we're all, we've all been treated similarly by the police in the area.
0: Yeah, it's uh NYPD, the, the relationship between the people and the NYPD is complicated. But I, listen,
1: let me just say this. I don't, I stay away from all that shit. I stay away from police. I don't know nothing about jail. I don't know shit about jail. You know, I'm not trying to ever know nothing about the yard, nothing, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? You've I stay made, away from more made of that. Made it your I,
0: business to avoid at all times.
1: Nah, nah, you know, like you just gotta fucking keep your fucking nose clean. You gotta do things right, and and that's it. Keep things keep things on the up and up. Um,
0: speaking of the up and up. Your 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 workout regimen makes me feel very lazy. I gotta get my shit together. Like whenever I look. at Well, it at shouldn't you.
1: make you feel lazy. It should fucking give you inspiration.
0: I know, I know. That's what that's what the normal. I'm sure that's the effect you're having on other people who are normal. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Well, no, but there's people who feel lazy also because I am a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, man, like it. I've done an entire. Whatever type of fucking Tony Hawk 1080 change that you could have in life. It's crazy. Like, it's I've, crazy. I've, I actually like running now. I enjoy. What? I enjoy putting myself through fucking torturous bridge runs, you know? Like, I like that shit. I like almost not being able to walk or really pushing myself into not being able to do it to the end. You know, I like that. See, I like, now I, like, I know
0: Now I like, I know I like you... hard work. That's – when you start liking running, that's – now you're really yeah.
1: – I like not- everything. I like the shittiest workouts that you could fucking possibly do. The hardest workouts that we could do in life, I like. I want that. I need that. You know, I'm f- almost 400 fucking pounds could have gotten a surgery and been real fucking weird-looking like most people get. But this is all hard work and dedication. This is nutrition – this is genetics. I'm unleashing my genetics right now, is what I'm doing. <laughs> well, by the way, I'm so glad to,
0: it's also <laughs> satisfying because forever, while while you've sometimes said it in jest, I can also it's tell most you've of always the time been it's serious. Been
1: yeah, but both. you've also
0: been serious about your yes. athletic ability.
1: It's not a joke. It's really not. I, I, I joke because of how huge I was. And the things I was still able to do, and that quite a, you know might possibly have been a reason why I was as comfortable as I was in my own skin, because at around those weights I could still do things that were baffling to the normal man. you know. <laughs> what,
0: what what's your what's your weight these days? Are you looking often?
1: Oh, you want me to tell you right now? I do. It's just, it's as major right now. Okay, bit, uh, weight alert. I'm 259. I'm back in the 250s. Two fifty nine. Three seventy five. I started. Three seventy five. I started.
0: Can you believe? Yo, congratulations! Over a
1: hundred. Man, thank you. Over, yeah, much over. Over a
0: hundred. Yeah. And 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 by Straight the way, up. what does Working this mean? Working hard,
1: running, lifting.
0: And 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 this, what does this mean Animal for food. the for the sexual acrobatics that your wife is lucky enough to to go
1: experience? Oh my lord! I mean, you know, it's 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 one it's something to behold. <laughs> what, it is really should... it's something to behold at this point. I I feel like I'm training for several things. I'm training to uh for bodyboarding. I'm training for sex with my wife, and uh, I don't know. I'm training for life, just to be a fucking absolute weapon.
0: A <laughs> weapon. Um, how how? But seriously, does it like? Do you feel it from the second you wake up in the morning? Like do, Yeah. Is there a, you remember like, yo, I don't weigh three seventy-five anymore. Like
1: Nah, it's you know, I'm just it's like it's like drug addicts on a journey, man. You know? When you get off the drugs, you think about the drugs every day. So you have to fucking constantly do shit to stay away from the drugs. Mm. So that's why I'm working out and keeping myself busy and doing things like that. Cause, you know, <sighs> Food is a drug, and I love it. I love, I it's love the eating, and I love. It. It's not just I love eating. I, you know, it's it's part of you know what I was doing for a living, and I took that over into my normal life nonstop. So you can't really do that, and it just became overindulgent and just dangerous.
0: Um What about uh are you dabbing as much as ever? Or are you diversifying in your weed consumption?
1: No, I'm smoking as much hash as I could possibly make smoking one day what's
0: what's the what what's the difference between I'm hash
1: fucking huffing I'm just huffing hash nonstop well hash when I, when I when I refer to hash, I'm referring to just the pure globules of oil glands from the best grown weed possible. So this stuff is just fucking the pure. pure. It's like honestly it's it's the only thing to it's not you're not smoking you're not in you're not there's no combustion you're not doing any sorts of damage you're just getting fucking medicine directly to your main vein with different flavor profiles it's kind of like tasting wines or tasting different foods it's very varietal and delicious and seasonal as well
0: I, I can truly say that of the 10 times I've been the most out of my mind, I feel that 30% of them you are responsible for.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I'm, I'm hoping to get into over the 50 percentile bracket in that one. You know, I just have to maybe make next sure time I'm not else.
0: I know, I need to be in a safe <laughs> space, a very comfortable
1: It's always about being in a safe zone. It's always about being in a safe zone. Around me, it's always a safe zone.
0: Is there any, I know this is a generic question, but I haven't asked you in several years. Is there anyone you've gotten high with who you've had to step back and be like, you got this, I, I gotta stop, I'm, I'm tapping out?
1: Never. never. There's, never right, there's, there's never been a there's time. There's never been a time because, because I, mean, I mean, nobody is really up on what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like most dudes they they think they're up on it, but then they don't have that fucking puto. They don't have that 100%, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just not it. And if it's not it, I'm not going to I'm not going to touch it. And uh I'm not going to smoke a blunt. So I have stipulations. You know, somewhere you know, I got I'm not even to like
0: a, a Grammy winner. I mean, everyone from your It's, unbelievable. Class,
1: it's amazing. It's pretty unbelievable. It's I mean this is, you know we we ushered in the new we we ushered in the new era. That's really what this was, and uh, you broke a lot of that stuff. And um, you know we've all been we've all been there for the rides together. You know since two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Around that time we've been riding since then. It's been ten years, man, and fucking never trying to look back. Just look forward. It's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. All those, all those names. And I look back at some flyers of things that I've done with people and you look at the names that are on, like, who the hell, like, where did fucking these guys go?
0: I know and just
1: names on different types of uh, uh, festivals throughout the years that I've been on. It's pretty next level. Like I've done fucking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows, maybe thousands at this point major festivals and all over the world and just rock everybody all like everybody has done unbelievable stuff in all different levels and I think everyone's thriving you know we're all thriving and it was a I don't know it's just a, it was a moment in time and we're all here together
0: and it's, it's funny because phenomenal when you, time when when you look at the those flyers there are names that are like you're like well, yo what yeah, happened man. to them and some of them weren't good and then the the interesting part is some of them were some of them were dope and they yeah, still are gone
1: yeah man it's hard to just break through it's hard to it's hard to be special you know you have to be special in these people's eyes and you know in yourself it's it's really unexplainable the way things work this is an unexplainable phenomenon. our of our like industry of lo- loving certain things and loving artists and loving people. It's a phenomenon. it not like, how do yeah. you pick and choose? It happens. It's energy. It's some weird shit. Who knows? It's some captivating kinetic shit that happens. And I'm just glad to be a part of it, to be honest with you. And, and, and how important, how important
0: a part for like so many of you guys, um, and how important was the part that alchemist has played for so many of you?
1: Oh man. <laughs> Fucking Alchemist is literally like John Madden. <laughs>
0: that's a great way of putting it.
1: Yeah, Alchemist is John Madden, man. He's literally has his hand in every thing that's good in hip hop. Everything that's good, in, he has his hand in. He's been around. He's working with everything that people fuck with and love and respect, like rappers, favorite rappers, and what they're listening to and shit. Like and you know, like the people in the know. Like the Players Tribune type of shit, that's Alchemist. Yeah, you know, Alchemist is uh, he he is, uh, you know, it's it's crazy in a way. You know, you could say he's a, a Quincy Jones esque type character, where he's just this gatherer and this composer of all this fucking fly shit, and he's at the he's at the center of so much of it.
0: So true. That's a great that's a great way of putting it. Uh, because right? it's it's not just musical. Some of it's musical. But some of it's just energy and, and, and bringing I mean, people man, together. Say
1: you, like, you, can't, you, can't, you, you know, like people, people just show up at his spot, you know, just it's unbelievable who shows up and who's hanging out and the types of, you know, like the formations that you make there. It's just good. It's great. It's, it's lifelong shit. And when you make real connections, it's, it's amazing. And he's like a catalyst over there. He's the one that brings it all together.
0: Did did he ever, was he the person who introduced you to Prodigy or or did you meet him in other ways?
1: Yeah, no, he introduced me to Prodigy for sure. When Prodigy first came home, he got paroled to the studio that I went to go see him at. We all knew where the studio was because it was like a known thing in Queens that it was over on Atlantic, whatever, you know? And you would see Havoc's like Black Range. It was like a thing in Queens. We just knew it. And Al told me come meet him over there. I was like, oh shit, I know where it's at. Don't worry, you know. He was like, he gave me the address. I was like, yeah, I know where it's at. And uh, I showed up there, and P was there, this dude from my neighborhood that I knew was there, and um, and Noid came and it was just fucking crazy. It was wild. You're,
0: have you ever listened? Have you ever listened to Prodigy's audio book? Of course, with
1: Al during the uh, tour.
0: Are you serious? So you got to hear Al's commentary on stuff? Yes.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: that's like the Mystery Science Theater 3000
1: version. It is some next level shit. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, crazy. crazy. Cause
0: some of Prodigy's stories are so good, and like, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's bias in the book, of course. You know, it's it's his version of events, but as a, yeah, as it's a, his version as, of everything. But as such a fan, I I take I I know how to take it with a grain of salt, all of it. But mm-hmm. of it's course. so it's just so great. Like
1: the same way you're listening to it, I would imagine would be the commentary. Like yeah, you know you get you get it.
0: <laughs> I do, I do. But I, it was it's, it's it's great
1: though. It's it's great. I like I, like things like that. Like it, that that's the type of shit that gets you through a tour. Like you listen to Prodigy's audiobook. You listen to different type of weird shit podcasts. Al had all kinds of things. Like he's the type of guy that's like, he had all the Stretch and Barbitos on the, on on his computer. You know, so we were just listening to all the Stretch and Barbitos that were ever made. You know what I'm saying yeah. on this one trip, and it was pretty next level.
0: Bam, bam. I'm gonna let you go handle your life as you get out of your beautiful <laughs> Grand Cherokee. It's, it's, it's a blue, it's a blue, beautiful sky in New York right now. You're shining.
1: It's a blue sky, my brother. I'm shining. I'm looking beautiful. I feel strong as ever. You know. Um, I just want to say happy birthday to my beautiful wife. I love you. And that's it. Only
0: for dolphins out right now. Love you, it's Bam out. Bam. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Peace out, my brother. Shnatova, Shnatova, brother.